For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 97 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hals Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And we have a very special show for you this evening with two very special guests. If you have not heard it yet, you should go listen to Rogue One, one with a W, episode 53, because that is part of our, it's part one of our joint Star Wars Celebration Recap. So if you want to hear what Johnny Grosso and Jesse's adventures were like the first two days of Celebration, then you need to hop over there. Otherwise, you're in for a ride. Because tonight, I have with me my Star Wars Celebration wingman, our personal pack mule, the man who is a social butterfly, never met a stranger, a Mr. Johnny Grosso. You! What's up, Haas? What's up, Will? Hey, Jesse. Thank you for having me on Blue Harvest and again. Of, of course. We've Thank got you for being on. The love, oh, of I love my, it. the love of my life. The most beautiful girl I've ever seen. My Star Wars Celebration MVP. The lady that was down for me to get my hardcore nerd on and didn't make any judgments about that. Miss Jesse McGarity. That's me. So we're going to dive right into it, guys. We got a lot to cover. And, uh... and let me just tell you, for all of our listeners, if you, if you stop right now and go listen to the first part of this from the Rogue One podcast, number 53, because it flows right in and it'll, it's hilarious and you'll really enjoy it coming into what we're about to do right now. Thank you, buddy. So Thank you. where we left off, you guys, was... The last Jedi panel, that's the last thing we did. We, we separated, we went back and took naps and showers and got ready for the thing that I was most nervous and anxious about, the making Star Wars party at Marlowe's Tavern on Friday night. Which you should not have been nervous about, BT-dub. Well, I was. I was not just a little nervous, I was very, very nervous. 
So we show up, and my man Johnny's up front, so we stop and talk, and he's like, how you feeling? And I'm like, oh, much better now that I had a fucking nap, my man. I feel like a new man. Go in, and, you know, everything's... We went in a little early. Everything's getting set up. And like I said, I was so nervous about this thing. But once people started showing up, and everybody was being so nice, I finally got to meet my main man, Mr. Sal Perales. And he couldn't have been cooler and more nice. His wife, Liz, super lovely and nice. And one of my favorite stories from Celebration is we're sitting out on the patio and we're trying to figure out what we're supposed to do as far as getting drinks and stuff. Because I wanted to get a couple of old fashions in me to to, uh, loosen up for the release the poems that we're about to do. There you go. Our live segment. And... uh, Sal and I are sitting there with his wife and Jesse, and we're watching Johnny hug people, like high-five people. Johnny's in, in charge of handing out the drink tickets, right? Johnny and Randy. Randy LeJudice from right. Making Star Wars. Uh, now this is podcasting. And, and Sal, we're talking to our server, and our server's like, okay, if you're part of the show, if you're part, you know, if you're part of the Making Star Wars thing, you got to go get two drink tickets from them. And then you can buy more drink tickets or whatever at the the merch table. And Sal's like, cool, I'm going to go get my drink tickets. At this point, Sal and Johnny haven't met. We've been watching Johnny from afar. And uh, the guy... Well, what, did, what, did, what did Sal say? He Number was like, one, before I, before I forget, easily one of my top two or three moments was meeting Sal and his family. Yeah. You will not find a more beautiful family in the world but they cosplay together they're just amazing and like i was in awe of 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 everything they did and i was so happy i got to spend at least a few minutes with them and one of my regrets is not spending more time with Sam here i yeah i hope i I can do that someday soon that's exactly what i was gonna say sal is such a good guy he's so good spirited and kind and his family seems so lovely you know what you know how you can tell Sal and Liz are good parents is how polite and nice and sweet his kids are. Like when we got that to is- meet the whole family, I told his daughter, your dad is one of my favorite people in this entire world. I love him so much. And she was like, that's so sweet. And like they're all decked out looking like screen accurate uh, rebels crew. Just amazing, amazing people. But our server goes, you see that guy in the red shirt? That's who you got to go for your first two drink tickets. And I go, Johnny Grasso? I, 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 I got to go to Johnny Grasso? Okay, fine. And then I see it. I see. I watch like a nature documentarian. I watch Johnny and Sal's first meeting. And like, wait, Sal- wait, bef- before that, mm-hmm. what did what did Sal say before that? Because you said you, you guys were watching me for a while. He was like, dog, his hair is so beautiful. Look at those beautiful locks. It really is nice. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to Johnny. He was like, we were just, sort of, we were just sort of cracking up about how like social you were being, handing out high fives and hugs and being all excited and stuff. So I see Sal approach Johnny and he taps Johnny on the shoulder and Johnny turns around and you would have thought it was Mark Hamill that Johnny just met. Like Johnny's face lights up and he doesn't go in for the fast, quick hug. It was slow and like. He slowly enveloped Sal in a hug and just pulled him in tight. 
and then where they touch tummies. And you know, then they like stop. The full... And then Johnny goes, "I need another." And he goes in for a second slow <laughs> loving hug. What was that on your side, Johnny? Cuz I didn't get to hear the conversation. It was like 2 years of interacting with this man through um <coughs> emails on now this is podcasting. Because if you haven't heard the origin story yet, uh, uh, and I use quotes, air quotes, Johnny Grasso didn't become a thing until, um, you know, I wrote in emails to now this is podcasting. And the first person to ever read my email was actually Sal in the lumberjack voice. And then when I guess my next email, I said I was from Jersey. And then Randy was like, I get, I'm assuming was like, I got a Jersey voice. Let me take this one. And then, and then it was then, then the thing that we called Johnny Grasso was born, and um, and so through through you know almost two years of emails and and phone calls at four a.m. and and listening to them, you know, rib on me and, and you know playfully and Jess making fun of me and and me you know just following him on Twitter and Instagram and what have you and like just this strong like internet relationship. And I finally got to see him. And it was just like, it was just kind of like, like, I'm so happy to see you. Like, I've never felt in so many times in one weekend, just so much happiness. You know, it was like when I hugged you and when I hugged Jason and, 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 and Steel, like Steel always like, you know, you know, gets me going and Randy and Jason and, and meeting Amanda and, and just meeting everyone for the first time or seeing them again, Araj, et cetera. It was just amazing. So it was just kind of like with Sal, it was just like, it was, I think it was the last person I needed to meet. And it was just like, it was, it was it. It was it. It was like, it was the apex. It was the, now I've done it. The now final like, piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's like, I've, I've finally gotten the last, piece of the holocron like now i'm putting it all together and i just dude i just held him because like uh i can't share this story but i'll share it with you off air um sal reaching out to me at a four o'clock a.m for one of those 4 a.m phone calls (laughs) from now this is podcasting sal like said something that changed my life and uh, I'll share that with you later, Hawes. Okay. And Will. And Will and Jesse. <coughs> so, yeah. So the party <coughs> started kicking off and got to hang out with Raj and Boo and Lorena and Aaron and the two Aarons and Dallas and Luke showed up. And there's just so many people that I've talked to for so long on Twitter and stuff. And. Han Brolo, buddy, I'm so sorry. I can't remember your real name, but you were incredibly nice. And I can't. Yeah, I talked to Han Brolo. That's his name on Twitter. I talked to him first at the height of my nervousness. And he was so nice and complimentary. I was like, all right, all right. Calming down a little. Got a couple of old fashions in me. Got a little relaxed. And just what I was most nervous about turned out to be the absolute highlight of the entire trip. Like, the making Star Wars party was one of the most fun nights of my entire life. Like, it was so much fun. And, like, you know, Steel's there, and, like, they're doing the live show, and, like, people are just... Everybody's having a good time. Like, there wasn't a unhappy person in the whole place. I finally got to meet Michael Pappas 
for like the five minutes I got to see him during my celebration trip. And I got a big old Papa's hug and he called me Halsey and um it was real fun, man. Real a very fun. trendy and handsome fellow from the pictures I've seen. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, people be shitting on Star Wars and, and nerds and being like, oh, they're unattractive. I, I think that was a pretty attractive bunch, man. Like, there's some well-put-together Star Wars fans. Need to break that fucking, that stereotype. I tried to explain that to people that I worked with on Monday. They were like, were you around a bunch of super nerds? And I was like, honestly, no. not really. There's a lot of people that are Star Wars fans and are very passionate about it, but that it's not like they're all basement dwellers. No, man. Like, just cool. And you know what it is? It's because making Star Wars and Steel Wars and all the other shows on the network cultivate a really cool laid back crowd that's not gonna get like too butthurt i don't know does that make sense like i think it's partly the crowd they call because i think it's because of you know the whole making star wars network and the way we embrace everyone even if you are a basement dweller you're welcome here yeah and if you're not you know if you have tattoos like even it doesn't matter who you are as long as you're a fan of Star Wars, you're welcome here. And we just prefer that if you're good people, you know, like, and I'm not just saying people that listen to blue harvest or rogue one. I talked to plenty of people where they were like, Oh, I've heard of those shows. I just don't haven't had a chance to listen, but they're still super nice. It doesn't have to do with like, Oh, they like my show or our show or anything like that. It's these people were legitimately nice. They love star Wars. They're excited to be there. Like people were having drinks, but not getting too fucked up. You know what I mean? For the most part. For the most part. I laugh, but I'm not talking about myself. For <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't talking about you either. I'm just no. prefacing that. for it's, it's really not me. I was fine. No, yeah, you were fine. But yeah, like at one point, like Aaron Boyd and Johnny and Araj and Pappas were all hanging out each, against each other. I was like, there's four months of the Star Wars fan calendar right there. Like, look at these handsome bastards hanging out together. <laughs> Like put uh put a Raj on December, dress up like a fireman or something. <laughs> I you think know, you have a big a crush on a Raj. I have a man crush on all those. I have a man crush on a Raj. I have a man crush on Johnny. I have a man crush on Jason and Steve. Like, I am not gonna lie. I have been super depressed the last three days. Not because of anything bad. Just because I met all these cool fucking people. And when you meet people that are that cool that you like hanging out with all the t- like that, I'm like, I want this all the time. Like the further we got away from Orlando on Sunday when we were driving home, the more depressed I got. Like I was just, and Jesse can corroborate this. I was sad. We got sick and sad at the same yep. time as yeah, we're driving away. We're you know, like. That doesn't help that Monday morning I woke up with a severe case of the con crud. I wonder yeah, if that pop is. so sick. I wonder if that Papa's hug I got, he passed off, he passed off a little of his crud to me, and because I mean we did kiss with tongue, me and Papa, so you know that can happen. Thanks, thanks <laughs> a lot. I mean, you know, I had a couple of drinks in me. What can you help? You know, I'm not gonna leave you for Michael Papas. So Johnny, what were your feelings on this? Why don't you uh, tell us your feelings on the get together in general, and then our segment, our Rogue One live segment. It felt like I was the most popular kid at the prom. You know, we all were. You know what I mean? Because everyone there was there to meet us or see us or at least knew of us. 
So if even if they didn't listen to uh, our podcasts, they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know Hawes, I know, I know Johnny Grasso, yeah, yeah, yeah." And then and then the people that actually do listen were like so jazzed to see us. So it was like, it was like you you know you had to keep it moving. Like three minutes talking to this guy, three minutes talk, talking to this girl, and you and you had to keep it moving because you knew that everyone there wanted to uh, meet you and get to know you. And uh, and I hope I did uh, a good job circulating the room and, and, and trying to meet everyone. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I felt like I didn't do great at that at first. And Jason actually came up to me and he was like, man, get up there and get in the mix. People love you. Get up there and get in the mix. So I had another drink and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go mingle. And then like I got real comfortable. Like, I don't know why I was nervous. Like, because we're all star Wars fans. We all came to Orlando for this very specific thing. We've all got that in common. And by the way, I also got to meet G money part of the dynamic duo with Steve duo with Steve D Mundy, who made our Kia D song fucking G money was there. Joe. I yep. mean, just met so many cool people that I've talked to and like, you know, one after another be like, Hey, I'm Holland Snokes from uh twitter i'd be like oh what's up i've never in right. my life met people that knew who i was <laughs> like, yeah like that i've and <coughs> so that sort of surprised me uh eric hansen who you mentioned in oh, rogue my one God. what he, a good dude um he was so sweet to me he told me he felt like i was his best friend and he never met me and he was like i don't want to like fanboy you it was it was a very weird experience <laughs> But awesome, and he was so sweet. It just I've never Eric Hansen is amazing. I've never person. been in that situation. I was so excited to see him because he's one of those people that kind of snuck up on me, and I was like, Eric, what's up, buddy? Oh man, so many good folks. But then came the time, the time, the part that I was literally having anxiety dreams about our live segment on the podcast show where we were going to release. The poems and release them. We did. Johnny, how'd that go for you, buddy? Nah, you know, 150 people laughing at you. That shit's awesome. Yeah, but you love Johnny. Come on. You loved it. Every second of it. A part of me understood it was gold content for podcasting. Okay. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Okay. I knew that. Uh, another part of me was thinking I really wrote this for a girl and they're just ripping my shit. Thank God for people like Eric sitting right in front of me that I was like locking eyes with like, and he was like, no, no, it's pretty good. It's not bad. And then, and, <laughs> and then, um, uh, but for the most part, I knew my role. I was going to be the jackass of the night. Like I knew my role and, and I definitely wanted to let everyone know that, uh, um, the one part, the, okay, okay. Here, here's the here's the thing that the, there's the image Johnny Grasso, and then there's the real me. I am I grew up the very fat kid, you know what I mean? Obese, morbidly obese was my moniker, okay. And I am insecure, and I have low self esteem, like still, at, at at you know at specific times, especially. So like it really when hearing 
those words like coming back to me like i wasn't thinking about the words i was thinking about like what i was thinking when i wrote them or what where i was at in my life when i wrote them you know what i mean because like i really tried hard to like find love you know what i mean it wasn't easy back then my man it wasn't easy and um so that's i was kind of like uh shrinking back to my formal former self with like each word like a reverse cocoon yeah, dude. It was like, and like, and I tried to joke, and and they were like, "Well, what did it mean?" And I was like, and I, I, I really tried to tell people what it really meant, and like, I was like, "Wow, this is even going worse than I thought," because I was like, "That because what it really means is is pathetically sappy," but um, but to be honest with you, Eric helped me out, uh, a few other people, and Sal saved me at the end. When Sal was like, I want to read. Remember, he was like, I yep. want to read one. Yep. And he was Which, like, and I want to look in your eyes so you can feel like what, so you can see what this felt like. Right, right. <coughs> and, and, and then, but then at the very end, he was like, that one was actually pretty good. Yeah. It like built up my self-confidence again. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not that much of a jackass. Johnny, I know that it can be hard and it can make you feel like a jackass, but the ability to share a part of yourself personally so intimately is commendable beyond what you can even realize. Like a lot of people can't even let their walls down or be true enough to themselves to share something like that. So the fact that you can is beyond respectable. Wow, man. Thank you. I never really thought of it like that. Dude, Will Witten, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's Blue Harvest, so yeah. they know you. So, Will Witten, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Now you see why I say he's my best friend. He is my personal Yoda. God damn it. <laughs> Johnny. 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 Can you just throw one of, and then I can pretend I might okay. be the other? But but Johnny, you uh, you gotta understand, man. I've known Will for over. We 10 slept years. on the floor together. <laughs> I didn't sleep. I watched you sleep like a creeper. Like, ooh, look at Johnny sleep. I wonder if he's I can touch his dick he while sleeps. he's sleeping. I'm sure that Haas and Will have probably slept on a floor together in the ten years that I, they've known each I other. I slept on a couch while while Will had sexual relations with a lady in a bed <laughs> like two feet away from me. Can't get closer than That's that. That's true. <laughs> Cannot. And one day, maybe if we ever do a Patreon, we'll tell that story on Patreon. Uh, it's one of my favorite Will stories, and he Can hates it. Can I just it. stop you real he quick? He hates it. Can well, I just it's embarrassing. Please, please let me finish that sentence the way I thought of it when you said that. So, <laughs> so he goes, I've actually slept on a couch while Will's had sex, like, right next to me. And if we ever do a Patreon... <laughs> we'll, we'll have sex on the Patreon. We'll, we'll do it on the Patreon. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll invite Johnny over, and Johnny and Will will have sex, not with each other, but maybe with their significant others, as, as I just watched on the couch. Now, I didn't watch. <laughs> it was, the Patreon. Now, in my defense, I did not watch. I just heard. You look, you pee. No, it was That's pitch black. That's the only black. time I've ever seen Halls walk, and I'll leave it to you at that, but... He did wow. see me. We can, we can tell the, the story on Patreon. That's what I call the half-half whole story, or the I've to the hill. Wow. You made Hawes get up and walk. Yeah. I mean, he At ran. That wasn't even walking. Like, huh? that motherfucker ran. Yo, he fucking Tom Hanks that shit in Forrest Gump. No, I was I running. I was running. <laughs> Magic legs, Lieutenant Dan. Fucking jamming to some. Okay. Anyway, um,. But yeah, man. We just I, teased the hell out of that additional content. Yeah. You fucking sold my ass. So, 
Yeah, the show, it went by so quick. Like, I can barely remember it. Like, I can't I wait to listen. I so hard to get it back to content. And I'm just <laughs> thinking about, like, fucking dude for Patreon money. <laughs> <laughs> you will get a whole nother kind of listenership if you're, uh... <laughs> hey, you know. You know, we're trying to, we're tapping into unfulfilled areas of content somehow. Okay. And, you know, me sleeping on a couch while Johnny and Will bang it out with their significant others oh, feed we'll away. Oh, fulfill that content. While I've got like a little digital recorder, like I'm all <laughs> cocooned up in a blanket, like just holding a digital recorder out of the top of the blanket. Providing sports casting play-by-play. <laughs> well, or below-by-below, if you will. It sounds like... Will's gonna finish first, but there's no there's no way to tell. It's really anybody. <laughs> there's a way to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me the way you know Johnny is finished is because he's like, yo. <laughs> okay, so the show really fun. I I had no reason to be nervous. It, it went. I felt it went well. Um, I asked a couple of people whose opinion I really uh, respect and double checked and they said it went well. So, and then it was another one of those things where like after that, like I just didn't want the making star Wars party to end. Like I could have stayed in that bar hanging out with those people for the rest of celebration. It was just so much fun. And like just hanging out and having a couple of drinks, old fashions. They had something called the new fashioned, Mm, not as good as an old fashioned. Don't try to fuck with greatness, Marlowe's. That's my only it thing. It rarely ever is. But, I was drinking some sort of blueberry ginger ginger beer drink that was delicious. It had nutmeg on top. <laughs> fancy like, shit. Y'all got Damn, fancy. That with sounds like a handcrafted cocktail. <laughs> I guess it was good. And then Johnny was like, Johnny was like, uh, I can't drink. I'm in my rental car, and I was like, Johnny, the plan was for me to drive you around. If you want to have a beer, have a beer. So Johnny broke down and had a beer. I had, I had or three two. or four. <laughs> or two or three or four. And then uh, uh, Raj gave him a ride back to his hotel. And we went and picked him up the next day. Like, it was not a big deal. It's, Johnny kept apologizing anytime I'd give him a ride. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I kept telling him, dude, this was the plan. The plan was for months. Because like Johnny said, I had an attempt. I've had this celebration plan ready to go i was like you got rides from me buddy we got a we're bringing our car you got rides from me i'll give you a ride my man and johnny I never appreciate wanted, it man johnny Thank never you, wanted man. to ride me i mean give me a, let me give him a ride um and so thank then you, thank you again oh, i think course. you made johnny uncomfortable mm. What's fucked uh, up is I made brief. myself uncomfortable with that give John, Johnny never uh, Johnny never rode me line or whatever. I made myself uncomfortable with my own bad joke. You just keep teasing the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Like our buddy Darth Pizza said when we... Oh, how did I not bring this up? Th- thank you guys for voting for us for best intro theme in the podcast right. awards. Thank you How so much. I'm so excited to talk about Celebration, but thank you guys so, so much for Thank voting. you for Steve listening. Cobra. Thank you yes. for your support. Thank and you to thank Stone, you Cobra Stone Cobra for producing the content and allowing us to use it. Mm-hmm. I was bummed when we got back from Celebration because I realized my Stone Cobra shirt sat in the bottom of my suitcase the whole time. I was going to wear oh. it one day, and I fucking forgot. 
Next time, uh, next celebration, they need to load me down with Stone Cobra stickers and stuff. Yeah, they That's, sell a lot of cool shirts. One of their members yeah. is a really great graphic designer. Um, and so then after that, the plan for Saturday was basically... Did I leave anything out with the, the show and the party, Johnny? Any important details? Well, um, I would say you left out, because you mentioned Darth Pizza. He made a lot of really funny memes from oh, that show. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those, Johnny or Will? No. Oh, they're really good. So, so someone there was taking like really nice professional photos of uh, like the podcasters and stuff at the party. And there was this really good photo of me where I like don't look super fat and I look kind of handsome and stuff and I'm holding the microphone. And I was like, oh, yeah, new profile picture. Well, Darth Pizza got a hold of it and started making all these memes where he changed, like, the microphone to a giant lollipop and a corn dog and um, (laughs) a pirate hook. A pirate hook, and I have the hat, and he turned me into Rambo. Look, I've retweeted them all on Twitter. They're really funny. (laughs) But, man, he has taken a big piece of beef jerky or, like, a Slim Jim. I was like, how do you know I like Slim Jim so much? Because I do love Slim Jims. It's really good. Um, Mechanically separated chicken. And then, uh, yeah. So did I leave anything out that you can think of, Johnny? No, just, um, I mean, you didn't leave anything out. I, I just I just want to uh, reiterate everyone that came up to us and said hi. Yeah, thank just, you so much. I, I can't, I just, I can't get over it, like. And I've I've made this joke before on uh, on Rogue One, but when I was twelve or thirteen years old, like I looked like Chunk from Goonies, and and people in Great Adventure that summer would like run up to me like, oh my god, Chunk, let me take a picture, and I I, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm Chunk, I'll truffle shuffle the shit out of you right now, and like it, it felt and like that was like probably the, the 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 highlight of my childhood, like that that one summer where like people wanted to see me and say hi, so it was like. It was like that, but real. Still not a hundred percent real. A little right. inside, little inside baseball right there, but still real enough where like you made you made our celebration. Yeah. You really did. You really did. That meant so much to me. That was more, that meant more to me. Seeing our listeners in person and excited to say hi and see us was better than the last Jedi panel for me. Yeah, I, you know what. Like I said, and I've said it a million times, that was the highlight of the the whole trip for me. And, you know, in two years, when Celebration rolls around again in 2019, if there's a making Star Wars party, it is a not-to-be-missed event, you guys. Seriously, it is awesome. You guys need to go ahead and plan now. If it's going down, you guys need to go because it's going to be awesome. Trust me. I need to try to get Goose Payne there. Oh, that's the, like, Will, everybody, there's two people I got asked about all the time, you and Goose Payne. I had complete, me? no, I had complete strangers coming up to me and going, oh, man. Yeah, everybody oh, was going to Goose. Oh, man. I was like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> like, Dallas and them were wandering the floor on Saturday just going, oh, man, Sheev Palpatine. But, uh, <laughs> so Saturday... Our plan was no plan. Star Wars shopping. That's what I was down to do. Like, I spent some money the first day, and this was the day I wanted. Well, I take that back. We had plans to try to get Black Series from the Hasbro booth. 
and then I just wanted to wander the floor and find some cool Star Wars shit. So we got there. We didn't get there super early on Saturday, but we got up there, and uh, Jesse and I got in a little earlier than Johnny because he had to pick up his car from Valet from the night before. And we immediately went and got in the Hasbro line, which at the time was wrapped all the way around their booth. And I was expecting a long wait, but that line was booking it. Like, and I was, it got to the point where I was worried we would be up there checking out before Johnny could come join us in line because we were saving a spot for Johnny in line. But literally Johnny walks up to us, gets in line and, che- and we check out like two minutes later. Like Hasbro had their shit together as far as keeping the, the line moving and getting people checked out. So successful in that venture, we got our Black Series, no problem. Nothing to, to worry about, right, Johnny? It was uh, it was so easy, dude. Yeah. You, you know, I, I hear about how hard this is, that, that those are to get a hold of, and it may have just been that we were in the line at the right time, but we knew other people that went and got in line, and it didn't take them any time either, so... You know, that was nice. I wonder I wonder if it was like that special edition Boba Fett with the Han and Carbonite box, if it would have been just as easy. Ooh. Well, see, that's because they've announced that their exclusive for Comic-Con this year is Thrawn with all the cool accessories. I bet you that's going to be a clusterfuck. That one looks really neat. It too. does look right. really neat, too. The box and everything. <clears throat> But while we're waiting in line, we uh, were checking uh, checking out stuff online and seeing that the Rebels panel went down, and our man Sal Perales and his family got brought up on stage by Dave Filoni, and Dave Filoni gave them props for what a kick-ass job they do with their Rebels costuming and the fact that they were cosplaying as those characters before the show even started airing. And I like, I like seeing my, my buddies like that get the recognition they deserve. That was really cool. Yeah, they 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 encapsulate everything that Star Wars is supposed to be. It's it's family. It's it's something for everybody. You know, Sal is obviously a grown man. His wife is obviously a grown woman, and he's got the young boy Axel and the young girl Lizzie, and it's everything. It's everything Star Wars is supposed to be, and the fact that they enjoy it together, uh, and display it, and then of course help other children and charities and, and troop and, and, and costume for, for good causes. It's just, they're, they're the ideal model star Wars family. So why wouldn't you oh, like, no. bring them up and celebrate that? Absolutely. And then, um, that was, so we had some light plans. Like I said, Hasbro booth. The other thing we wanted to do was meet up with Sal and see the family in their full get up, you know? <laughs> so we were able to do that. We met up with them over by the celebration stage, and it's impressive. Seeing it in pictures doesn't yeah. really do it justice, how and I got, well they I nailed. got a picture with the Rogue Rebels. You sure did. You sure did. Um, it's on my Twitter if you want to see it. And man, that season three Kanan that, uh, that Sal did, it's great. I, I still don't see how he sees out of that mask, man. Ooh, ooh, don't, don't tell. Oh, I won't tell. I won't give away the secrets, but he sees out of there somehow. Um, and then that was like, or does or does he, or does he, or is he just using the force? Or is it he's just tapped into the force? We don't know. We don't know. Who knows? But uh, wandering the floor is where I really started uh, getting my Star Wars buy on. So I bought the Black Series figures, and then like 
I went with a loose goal of I want to start my loose vintage collection in earnest, right? And what better way to start with than with the bounty hunters? So that's kind of like, I was like, you know, if I find them, I'll get them. Well, I'll be damned. I sure did find them. And Johnny got to see uh, see me work a little and help me work a little deal magic. Because I was like, if I buy all these figures at once, can I get like a little discount going on? And the dude was cool. He worked with me. So One dude was a dick. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So I got all of the figures, the loose bounty hunters complete, except for Forlom at one vendor. He had everybody but Forlom. And I was like, all right, I bet you I can track down a Forlom somewhere. And literally the vendor right next to him had him. And he was a he was a bit of a dick. Johnny is correct. But uh, uh, Boo, Boo from the uh, like, Sith list posted a funny picture of me like haggling with the dude, not the first dude. And he was like watching the deals go down. <coughs> so, yeah, I'm stoked and a little uh, nervous about starting this loose vintage collection now. Now I've got. Another thing to start hunting down. But I can my take that was, slowly. My man was like, your witch up powers don't work on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We ran into water. you think you are? Only <laughs> money. Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and I'd say I got them in pretty, I mean, are they in pristine, you know, right off the card condition? But they're in good condition, I'd say, all the, uh, the figures I, I picked up. I pulled them it's, out of uh, their, their little packaging and checked all the limbs and stuff, and they're all tight, and they've got the original weapons. Yeah, you inspired me to do the same thing. Oh, really? You're going loose vintage? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... I'm going to at least get the original 12 loose. Not the vinyl cape Jawa, obviously, or right. the telescoping Luke Invader Sabers. Yeah, I'm not going to do that either. The original 12. Like, and I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to go, you know, big head Han and little head Han and Taiwan Boba Fett and Hong Kong Boba Fett. I think I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go for a loose vintage complete set as in, you know, I've got one of each of the and different And then figures. I'll match them with the 40th anniversary Black Series that mm. we're collecting. Beautiful. That's a beautiful idea there, buddy. Um it's hard not to get excited when you see all those old Star Wars toys, right? Like, something yeah. about seeing those old Kenner figures gets me going. It well, reminds me of that song. What song? Oh, I, oh, I won't sing it. But all right, what Madonna. Song? This used to be my playground. Oh. This used to be. So this Will. used to be my childhood dream. <laughs> well, if familiar. you if you were in Star at Star Wars Celebration, the mecca for Star Wars collectibles, and you're not a big collectibles guy, you don't collect a whole lot. You like to get little things I, here and there. I have what I have from my childhood, right? You know, and that's well, that's what I've got. What would you like? What would be the one thing that if you saw it, you would be like, "Ooh, I might break the wallet out on that and get that." We're talking collectibles? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. I you know, I don't I don't know the full breadth of what was there, so I'm having a hard time. Pretty much anything. You know what I mean? Like anything you can think of, you could probably like Johnny's into the whole master replicas thing. Well, we saw a couple of fourteen hundred dollar master master replicas savers, you know, for sale. They're Pretty much anything you could think of, you probably oh, could have gotten. I got it, by the way. 
I I don't mean to cut Will off. No, let's go ahead. I got it. Pause. I got uh I I got I got the uh, Obi One as first built by the shiny one. Nice. That that could do it. You know, if there was a master replica lightsaber hilt, that was like epic, or you know, like one of the one of the props that they used to film the original run on the Death Star trench. Oh, you know, you could they, buy they props. Saw those. Yeah. There was there was a place called Prop Store that sold all kinds of you know real stuff from the movies. Boy, yeah. it was expensive. Like, they had crew hats from Rogue One. Like, you know, the hats that they just gave out to the crew that worked on the movie. And they yeah. were like 300 bucks. Like, oh, like the, you know, if you're going to get something like that, you're going to drop some coin for sure. And that could make me do it, though. If it, was, if it was the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and, I mean, that was pretty much it. We just hung out with people. We hung out at the food court and had some food and hung out with Jason and Amanda uh, some more. And, um, you know, everybody Again, else. Again, two really great people. Uh, I really can't, kind, awesome, family-oriented people. I can't stress enough, like, how much, how cool and laid back it was just hanging out with Jason and Amanda. Like, like outside, they were, a lot of people, I was like, oh, yeah. This is cool. We all like Star Wars. And then there's other people you meet that you're like, oh, I would hang out with you outside of Star Wars. Like, you you know what I mean? You're just cool. You're laid back. It's nice to hang out. Like, and th- that happened so much where I was like, Star Wars or not, I would hang out with these people. And Jason and Amanda were definitely two of those kind of people for sure. Great, 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 great people. Um, and then like... uh. I mean, what else did we really do on Saturday, Johnny? I'm kind of drawing a blank. I just spent a bunch of money on Star Wars stuff. Ching. Got another yes. samurai figure for my collection. Ooh, that'd make me do it. Yeah, I got the the Royal Guard. Yeah, the, we basically just shopped, man. Yeah, just shopped the and it sucked, soaked it all in, you know. And then we went back to another bar. Yes. Later that night. Yeah. Well, and it, we just. And then this was epic because. Basically, remember uh, if from the Rogue One part, I said when we met, when you, when you, when you introduce yourself to us and you recognize us, we kind of like instantly took you in. Like we let people know, like we're going to X, Y, and Z at this time. Let's all hang out. And like we had like, you know, twenty five, thirty people at that bar, just yeah. hanging out. And just like just hanging out, having drinks, talking. I was laughing so hard that my stomach hurt the next day Aaron Boyd started doing these impressions right and he's going to come on the podcast I think we're going to have Aaron Boyd and Aaron from OKCupid on at the same time and call it Aaron's with a Z but like Aaron Boyd started doing these impressions that's so edgy of you Hoss. I know I'm edgy <laughs> like that I'm dark and gritty Fucking... that's rad Warriors, come out come and out play. play. So, uh, Don't yeah. bring in the errands with me. We were sitting around, and Aaron was doing impressions. It started off with him, him doing Obi-Wan, which is pretty good. And then he does Han Solo, which is even better. But his creme de la creme impression that he does, Steel Saunders. And it is... 
fucking spot on. And you hear people trying to do steel impressions all the time on podcasts. Aaron Boyd nails it. And because of that, because of him saying, hey, you guys, in the steel voice, I've been trying to do that ever since. And I've been driving Jesse crazy. Like <laughs> when we got home from celebration and came in the door, all our cats were waiting on us. And I was like, hey, you guys. Hi, you guys. That was a really fun uh, night, mm. though. It was um, it was awesome. It was better than the first bar, for sure. Expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the Hyatt bar was nice. Yeah. And I, but I felt like like everybody out else. Out of place. Yeah, I felt out of place, for sure. I was like, I am wearing a t-shirt. I am real sleepy. I don't look like the rest of the Hyatt clientele. Like, I, this is a <laughs> he bar. He saw the director of one of your... Uh, favorite movies. Yeah, the, the director of Fanboys was there. Will Kyle Newman? Really? Yeah, he was there. Like, you know, it's it's you know, I just felt out of place. Like, you know, that's not for a schlub like me. So we went to like a more low key sort of laid back bar called Lafayette's. That was really cool. We had sort of their back patio all to ourselves. The bartender was amazing. Yeah, if you're ever in Orlando, go to Lafayette's. Yeah. It was good. They um, do music and stuff on the inside, but uh Yeah. Um and then one of one of the only fucked up things that happened to us ended up happening to us Saturday night after we left the bar. And Johnny got to see it too. This was, for the record, the last time Johnny and I saw each other. Yeah. That makes me a little Aww. sad to say that. Sad. Although I do have a story to tell Johnny. We tried to see him again, did we not, yeah. Jesse? We drove past your exit where your hotel was. You didn't we'll tell you your that. phone. We'll tell you that in just a second, Johnny. So we're leaving, and Johnny's in his car. He's behind us, and we're in a parking garage, the Hyatt parking garage, right? <clears throat> and we pull out, and you put your parking ticket in a little automated machine, and then it asks you for your parking fee, which turned out to be 22 bucks. To park in this place. Cheese and rice. Yeah. Yeah. So we pull in. And I put my card in. And as soon as it takes my card, it starts going. Eh. By the way, Calvin and Stephanie are in our car. Because we find out that they're staying like across the street from us. We're just going to give them a ride to their hotel. So they don't have to pay for an Uber. It ate my fucking card. At like three no. in the morning. And it would not give it back. And Johnny is behind us trying to get out. So we hit the like panic button and it connects you with the dude. And he, and all it, he, like he answers and he just opens the gate. And I'm like, no, nah, man, it's got my fucking card. I'm not leaving until I get my card. Johnny like pulls around and goes down and talks to somebody and calls me. And he goes, hey, I just talked to a guy. He said his, na his name is Tony. He says they can get it out for you, but it won't be until the morning. You'll have to come back in the morning. And I'm like, fuck that. You are not keeping my card in this machine overnight. How do I know it's even going to be here when I come in the morning? This shit ain't going down. Calvin's wife, Stephanie, is like, nah, fuck this. Gets out of the car, goes down there and talks to somebody. It, we're calling numbers. And then... John, uh, Jesse and Calvin just get out and start taking the machine apart. It was unlocked. It was Fucking totally a. unlocked on both That's sides. That's what I would do. Like they're opening yeah. panels and 
twisting gears and typing shit into the keyboard it had that's a inside computer. there. I think honestly, I, like I figured out. Uh, so Johnny pulls around. And he's like, "Are you good? Can I go?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, you can go." I mean, there's no because at that point, what what else can Johnny do for us? You know, at this point, we're just waiting for them to come and open the machine and get my card. So Johnny takes off, and that's the last time I see Johnny. But it's off into the night. Security guard comes up. And he starts looking in there, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And I look, and my card, it's sticking out to where I can grab it. And it wasn't before. So I grab it. What I think happened is all the messing around inside, somehow Jesse and Calvin did something that released my card, and I just didn't notice it at first. I flipped a switch. I found, like, the hard reset in there somewhere. I found, like, an actual switch, and it just kicked it out, I'm sure. You probably gave free parking to everyone afterwards. Well, I definitely <laughs> gave free parking to Johnny and myself. That's for yep. sure. Right, Johnny? You got out with having to pay 22 bucks, right? How, uh, yeah, how did you know? Did because, the guy say something? No, because no. I saw you go out, and, and we talked about it later. I was like, well, at least I saved you that 22 bucks. Yeah, I was wondering. I meant to ask you like how you knew that, because I was like, because when I went to the guy... I said, look, my, I told him what happened. First, I drove to the security booth, which was like a fucking city block down from where you were stuck. Right. And I said, my buddy got his card stuck. You got to call somebody. Right. And he goes, all right, all right, let me see. And he was kind of panicked. Like, he didn't exactly know what to do. And I was like, well, can you, like, let me out so I can go, like, tell him you're going to work on it? And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he just hit the button. I was like, sweet. Cha-ching. And then... You know, after we got the card, I was getting mad, real mad, but I was keeping my cool. But after Haas we... don't play about taking fucking debit card now. No, Haas man. Haas don't like, play about the bank card. No, man. Like, I don't fucks around with you. You're not taking my card. No, man. And then you got to cancel it. And then, eh, it's pain yeah, those are fancy Amazon Prime card, too. Like, yeah, that's like a, a slate card. They're the heavy ones. <coughs> so. You know, we get Calvin and Stephanie to their hotel room. No no issues, right? And then uh, call it a night. And I never got to see Johnny again. Sunday, Jesse and I did a real quick trip to Celebration. Real quick. The only reason we really went is because Jesse won the lottery to get the Lego exclusive. Like a lot of the booths, like Funko and stuff, operated on a lottery basis. And if you didn't win, you couldn't get in there to buy their stuff. So... I got none wow. of the Funko stuff, but we luckily enough got in the Lego lottery. So we went to pick that up and so, and I was like, I was dragging my feet metaphorically, of course, um, <laughs> trying to get out of there or when we were leaving. Cause I just didn't want to leave. Like I did not want to leave celebration. And, you know, we got to say bye to Luke and Dallas and Aaron Boyd and, um, Eric Struthers, Struthers, sorry, Patrick was there and, you know, we just got to say bye to everybody that was there. And then we got to see Jason and Amanda one more time on the way out. And I'm telling you, leaving that convention was so sad. Like they should have been playing. Johnny, do you remember that music they used to play at the end of the Incredible Hulk TV show? Oh, with the sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it should have been playing. And so we get out and I route our directions home to Alabama and I see, we are going to pass right by Johnny's hotel. I'm going to call him and see if he just wants to come out and say bye. 
And I'm not joking, I Johnny. Totally would have, dude. I called you three times, three times before between the convention center and your hotel. I called you as because we had to take oh, your exit. You had to remember my shit doesn't work in the hotel. Remember. You can ask Jesse. I kept trying. I was like, oh, we're going to. Yeah, we literally passed by your exit. It split where we could have gone to your hotel in like one block or gone home to Alabama. But uh, Johnny, before we wrap up this uh, thing, you had one more Star Wars celebration adventure that you should tease. Something that's coming up soon that uh, I didn't get to participate in, but you did. And that is Megapod. Oh, yeah. So, unfortunately, Hawes and Jesse had to head off back into the real world uh, Sunday afternoon. And Sunday night, uh, Megapod happened. It's going to be a little different than the first Megapod. Um, this Megapod it was just very free flow. I don't even know how they're going to release it. Um, but uh, the people that were there, it was the Star Wars Underworld, the entire cast. It was Patrick Bonfrisco and his... 13 podcast he represented it was uh uh now this is podcasting uh sal was not there but jason and randy were uh rebel girl was there uh tracy and amanda uh matt summers was there blake was there jared was there um uh obviously i was there um that's really it tyler was there tyler from the uh the Alliance of, uh, what's it called? The Podcast Alliance, Star Wars Podcast Alliance, uh, the Facebook page. Right. He was there. Um, he didn't really participate. He just kind of lived there. And I felt like I made sure, like, I thanked him, like, at least three times. I was like, dude, thank you for letting, like, all these people just, like, fucking drink and podcast. And of course, Steel Saunders from Steel Wars was there. Uh, I think I got everybody. So it was a lot of, a lot of free flow. Um, each podcast try and do tried to do their own little segment. Uh, unfortunately, they wanted Rogue One to go last, but when it was time for me to go, like people were kind of like podcasted out. So like Rogue One really only has like a minute or two. But um, I think we I represented our brand uh, throughout everyone else's podcast. You'll you'll see what I mean. Yeah, when you, when I, you um, get to it. I'm so the two things I'm bummed I missed. At celebration or the 40th anniversary panel in Megapod. And to be fair, Johnny was like, you want me to call you on speakerphone? And I said no. And you want to know why I said no? Because it would have just why? made me more sad. Aw. And like, I was, I just straight up told Jesse, I'm sad. I want to be at Star Wars Celebration. I want to go again. It went by so quick. Like, I was like, four days of celebration. There's going to be, we're going to get so much done. We're going to do so much stuff. It's going to feel like we're there forever. No, it was over in the blink of an eye because it was so remember, much fun. Remember when you thought you were going to be doing like three or four podcasts? <laughs> no, I went with my, uh, and I got to apologize to our listeners. I went with all my podcast stuff with the intent of podcasting every night, and it never got broken out. Guys, we were just too busy. Yeah, Haas and I were even gonna do a podcast about uh, Universal. We're going to, but it'll be late. But we're gonna do it. Yeah, we'll do that this weekend. That was just and, a and, long yeah, day. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> in in Haas's defense, like there really is no time. You, yeah. you are, you're like hurry up. It's like making a movie. Hurry up and then wait. 
<laughs> exactly. Hurry up. We got to get to that line. Now we got to sit in this line for 12 hours. For 2019, I've got a goal. And that goal is to get Goose Payne and Will Witten to come along. Because I'm telling you, yep. if Goose and Will had yep. been in that overnight line, yep. if they had been there on the floor, I'm telling yep. you, the party would not have been kicked up to an 11. It would have been out of 15. Nobody would have slept. I mean, no. Goose people would have been like Goose a 20, had, 20 had, foot radius of us would have hated us. Goose would have had three thirty five hundred people drunk on moonshine within thirty. He'd have been like, "Come on, man, just try a little apple pie moonshine." Kids and shit would be like doing the Cotton Eye Joe against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, you know, you know how you called me a social butterfly tonight? Yeah. Uh, put me in the same room with Will Witten and fucking Goose Payne. I'll show you motherfucking social fucking oh, dragon. No. Oh, no. I'll, and I'll dragon. just be the caboose on that <laughs> you train. Like that? I do. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, it would be amazing. I hope we can make that happen. You know what? We'll bring a little Coleman stove and have a little cooking with Will in the line. Oh, I'm sure they wouldn't let us do line. that. But that man, would that be fun? Will <laughs> whipping up fucking quesadillas and dumplings. Frittatas? Frittatas? All kinds of business. Um, but, man, what a good time. I cannot suggest Star Wars Celebration enough. Such a good time. Um, it also it also helps that you have, like, you have people there that, like, want to see you and want to meet you. You know what I mean? And even if you don't, if you want to see people, like, those people that you want to see... Like let's say it's us or Jason Ward, etc. or Steel Saunders, like you will get treated like a friend. That is what we do. That is what we want to be known for. Especially especially Brogue One Blue Harvest. You know what I mean? We want to be known for that. Like again, like Eric Hansen said it the best. Like we we set out a goal to create a family, to create a brotherhood. I went out and I did this because I wanted to make fucking Star Wars friends. And like you know, not only have I made like Star Wars friends, but I've made Star Wars family. Like and not just even Star, when, like take the yeah, Star Wars out of it. We just made friends. You know what I mean? Like we, I met people over celebration that I legitimately consider really good friends. You know what I mean? Like people that if I lived in their respective areas, I would be bugging them. They would be annoyed with me. Like Calvin would be like, stop fucking texting me halls. I have a family. I don't want to go. I don't want to come over and play Xbox. I don't, you know what I mean? Like fucking all these people would be so Aaron Boyd would be like, stop calling me to do impressions on the phone. You could do that from Alabama. If you want him to do impressions on the phone for you. All right. Before we basically, we just use this medium to open an umbrella of acceptance and camaraderie of kindred spirits. Yeah. Like, and you're all welcome here. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a really neat experience to be a part of. I was really glad that I went and I was, um, I was hesitant of the situation, not in general, but the, the amount of people really scared me. I don't do well in crowds or also the idea of meeting a lot of people that, I had just talked to on the internet, like in little bits and pieces, really scared me as well. But it was so welcoming that I never once thought twice about that no. once it was Everybody going on. Everybody was just so, so nice. Like podcast related or not, everybody was nice. People were so happy to be fucking 
just soaking in the Star Wars. Soaking in the fucking Star Wars. I can't wait. So, 2019 can't get here close enough. Put me in Carbonite right now. Get me out <laughs> to go see The Last Jedi a few dozen times. Put me back in Carbonite and wake me up when Celebration rolls around. Yeah, we should just liquidate all our assets. Hogs. Put it into <laughs> like investments until then. And then we can make money while we sleep. Cryo sleep. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Wake me up for Han Solo, The Last Jedi, and <laughs> Celebration. Yesterday, Last Jedi. Tomorrow, Han Solo movie. Day after that, uh, Celebration 2019. <laughs> yes, because, whew, man, I love Celebration. I love you guys that are listening. I love you guys that we fucking hang out with, man. Man, I want it to happen again. I'm bummed now because the podcast about Celebration is over. It's just, you can't do this to me, guys. We got to have Celebration all the time. But it's never over. We carry this torch of brotherhood till the next time. I'm going to win the lottery, and I'm going to buy a convention center and just have Celebration 365. Like, any day you can come by and hang out. I don't think you can win enough money to uh, do that always. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I can. Concessions. Well, that's true. I mean, fuck, you can charge $15 for a waffle sandwich. We'll call it Sky Roller Ranch. (laughs) Sky Roller Ranch. And, like, we can do cooking with Will every day. (coughs) Yep, exactly. Well, you guys, thanks for listening for our two-part celebration coverage. Um, Next week, Will and I will be back, and we will be exclusively talking about the Last Jedi trailer. And then in the weeks to follow, because I assume we're going to have some slow Star Wars week, we'll break into things like the Battlefront 2 announcements and Rebel Season 4 and all the other cool things that were announced that we actually didn't really get to see while we were at There was an avalanche of Star Wars news that we haven't even begun to touch. And we will do that. But thanks for listening, guys. And Wait, wait. What? I'm, I'm here on the podcast. I need to hear the business. Oh, oh, yeah, oh my true. goodness. Well, I'll give you a little business at the end. And you guys can jump in. You, uh, Johnny and Jesse, you jump in on the business too because, uh, like, at the I end, give your, your social media accounts okay. and stuff. Come on. <laughs> if you want to like us on Facebook, you can at facebook.com <laughs> slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. Email us at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. You can buy our stuff at blue at tpublic.com slash user slash blue harvest podcast. We have all kinds of shirts and stuff for sale. I saw all kinds of people wearing the Kia D shirt and blue harvest shirts. And boy, did that tickle me pink. Johnny, do you have a little business to give the folks? Uh, you can also get uh, rogue one uh, shirts and stuff uh, at T public. Just search Jay Grosso or Rogue One, and that's one with a W. You can follow uh, Rogue One on Facebook and the Rogue One Army as well on Facebook. Uh, you can follow Rogue One Pod on Twitter, at Rogue One Pod, and at Rogue One Johnny, and both those ones with a W. And Jesse, where can we find you on Twitter? Messy hair, messy with an IE, hair like a bunny. And my buddy Will, one of my me. best friends. One of my best <laughs> one, friends. One of top five friends in Hawes' life. Will uh, Witten you can 3. find me at Will Witten 3 on Twitter. 
if you need to get at me. Was that better, Johnny? I'm I'm just so happy to be a part of it. It got me giddy. <laughs> you know what? That was good business. I got a little chub. I got a business chub. Business a chub. business chub. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm sorry if it was a little scatterbrained. You're just talking to three, two dudes and a lady that were real excited to talk about one of the most fun weekends in our lives. And I just want to do it all over. I'm going to go lay in bed and be bummed, guys. So until next week. We'll see you then. We're Blue Harvest. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. Jesse McGarity. Johnny Grasso. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>